What's up? Welcome to episode 275 of the Hoovers Podcast. What's going on, Chris? Oh, nothing much. Just noticing that we're going to need a new intro video soon. Oh, yeah. Well, that intro video is going to take a while because i that's going to be... I need to find a uh, someone to make that for me. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about hiring someone through Fiverr to do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's actually a lot of graphic designers on Fiverr. So I might go that route. We'll see. Um, but... Either way, we will have to replace it at some point. The intro for all the Hooniverse videos in general. We could always just do fast cuts of your old footage or something like that. Yeah, we could do something. But uh, do you remember I, like the intro to the first Need for Speed game? Yes. Where it was just all shitty B-roll? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, I have plenty of shitty B-roll, so it's possible. Uh, so, doing a live one. We're in the studio, which yeah. means we, have, oh, we also have no guest, which means we're doing the news. Yes. And it's also our last live show of the year. Yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take the next couple of weeks off for uh, Christmas and New Year's, and uh, we have SEMA shows. Yep. How many do we have? Uh, there's several left. Okay, so good. we've got we've got coverage. I'm getting good feedback on the SEMA shows this year, by the way. Really? So, like, yeah, people are saying they're the best ones ever. There was a lot of production that went into it this year. But I think the the like the who you got too, like Fensky, Musto, you know, uh, Alana, everybody. That, yeah, that helps. I, I haven't even put out that panel show yet. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, that you know what, I'll do that as everybody's little Christmas podcast. There you year. go. There you uh, go. Yeah, that's that's we've got Aaron Robinson, uh, uh, Musto, Alana, and uh, and I apologize, I can't remember the other woman that was on, but it was a great lineup. I wonder who uh, it was. was. <laughs> uh, it was the first time I met her, which is why my brain is. She was great. It's just my brain well, is. Now I want to know who it was. I wonder if she was in that photo you sent me. Um. All right. So first item. On the news, it is it is timely. Twenty nineteen Ford Ranger. Yes, and I read your article. Oh on it. yeah, well, when it's on Jello Picnic, it kind of gets well, seen. I well, you know the thing is, is that I was a little surprised to see your uh, yours at the very top there, given like it's oh, been a while the, on the Google search or just on Jello. Oh, both actually, it showed up at the top of my Google News. Right? Ah, <laughs> uh, they're like, hey, you know Jeff uh and you like this i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna see where the views are at while you keep going sorry uh but yeah right at the very top page of jalopnik i did not expect to see your name up there uh, yeah um whenever you write a story for jalopnik you know it's going to get a lot of eyeballs and yeah. it's already at 133,000 views on the day and almost 400 comments so um people are curious about this one as they should be um you want to click over i posted an image uh, yep. of instagram so this is a photo I shot and posted before my drive Wait, went up. that full screen? Um, and I thought I did, sorry. And um, I can even zoom in more. So boom, look at that. Fancy. Yep. I sh uh, they had a mud pit. They had a really cool off-road course lined up. Oh, that's actually a picture from the event. Oh, yeah. Oh, I cool. shot this picture of someone else driving it. It's the it's kind of grainy because that's an Instagram I, th photo. That looks quite good. I would think, I would actually thought that that was maybe stock... Uh, stock shot. No, no. I had some good photos from the um, from the event. It was easy to take the photos because I mean they had like they had a super awesome mud pit and a white truck. But but more important than the um, than the um, the truck itself. You can jump back. Yeah. Um, is it's good. The Ranger's good. Yeah. Well, it needs to be. It's got some. I mean, the Colorado has been pretty stiff competition. You know. Well, it had no competition. I mean. To me, I thought the Colorado was a better truck than the Tacoma currently. Uh, well, if you look at it from sales, yeah, Tacoma's king. Yes, it is. Which is actually funny because the Tacomas apparently don't hold up for shit in salty, uh, salty. No, water. they don't. But their resale value does. 
It does. People don't give a shit if you can see through the the rear bed. Which is funny because like in, in every other aspect, I'd say in, in my experience driving, the, the Colorado is the better truck. So depends on which one you get, depends on which engine you get. And I'm, right, I'm at this very moment, I'm specifically talking about Colorado versus Tacoma. Yeah. Um, so it, it, the Tacoma, the off-road spec ones are fantastic. The ZR2 is good. But like, and then the new Bison that's out now. I know I got to drive that cool. one. Um, but the the but then the TRD Pro Tacoma is really good for 2019 because they've actually swapped to Fox. And then the smarter buy for the Tacoma has always been the TRD Off Road, yeah. which downgrades it a little bit. But then if you're an off roader, you're going to put some of stuff you want back on it. Yeah. So you can do your wheels and tires and upgrade and uh, save money. It seems like if you were going to go out of the box and not change anything, you get the the ZR2. Uh, yes, I think you're right. Um, but if you want to, because the Toyota's got a ton of aftermarket stuff. I don't know how the aftermarket support is on the Colorado's yet. I imagine it's probably pretty I good. I mean, it's a Chevy product. Has but I good. mean, the thing is, is the nice thing with the Colorado's, you can get the diesel too. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the diesel, I'm not, when I talked about the Ranger, I didn't compare it to the diesel because the, um, well, there's no diesel for the Ford. Say, Ford's not doing And there's no the diesel for the Toyota. Yeah. Right. So it's just one powertrain for the Ranger. 2.3 yeah. liter EcoBoost, 10 speed gearbox. Which is smart on Ford's behalf because like right. they have a tendency to offer too many powertrains. Yeah. I mean, like the truck, you can, the F-150s, you can get the 2.7, the 3.5, and the 5 liter. All the, all the full sizes are kind of like that though. Like Ram has a shitload of engines. Chevy has a shitload of engines. Like they all have a lot of engines. Um, so it's, it's nice to see. And then the power spread covers. So the four cylinder options for Toyota and, uh, Chevy don't even bother with them. The V6 options for both are good, but the, yeah. the Ford is more powerful than the Tacoma and it has more torque than the Colorado. Although the, I think the, the V6 that's built on the LT platform. Yeah. Or it's based on the LT platform, I should say. I believe that's going to go away because GM has their no four-cylinder truck motor, which is really cool. Right. It uh, is, I yeah. saw David Tracy uh, going over it with the GM engineer the other okay. day, and that thing is a badass little motor. Yeah, you're talking about the Turbo Four, right? Yeah, the um, two point. It's a two point seven liter Turbo Four. That's a big. That's a big Turbo. That's four. a big four-cylinder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes over three hundred horse. I think it's three fifteen. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. And I think it's like. 350 pound feet of torque too um, i mean i remember like it wasn't 10 years ago that like that was what you got with the v8 oh 100 and they were working hard <laughs> and they were heavy and they were yeah yeah uh so the ranger there's uh it's xl xlt and lariat and then there's um um a sport appearance package there's an stx there's an fx is there a canyon arrow no um it drove really well on road the seats Either cloth or leather were both really comfortable. Um, the you have to get the Super Crew unless you don't care about your if unless you're never going to put people in the back because the Super Cab, unless you're putting like kids back there. Remember, a lot of Rangers are work trucks. Yeah, you know they're baseline. They're going to have vinyl seats or cloth or whatever the hell. That's the thing. They don't really have like a full basic. Uh, so they have an XL. Yeah, but it's still it has cloth. Yeah. Um, but there there's no like bench seated manual they're not going to give that to you though as an option to test no they don't have it i bet you they will if they do it'll be fleet only 
That's what I'm getting yeah, to. But, it, is but, that, but they didn't talk about it. There's a lot of stuff that like GM and Ford will sell you yeah. on fleet only options. Right. Like, uh, for example, list it. like uh, vinyl floors yeah. instead of carpets. Like right. that's a fleet option. Good for on. pissing it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, and, and as you do, when you're out after a hard day's work, you want to piss on oh, the floor. I of your love truck. this truck. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> they call that the Trump option. So, oh geez, the, um, the truck drove really well on road. Mm-hmm. I drove it one with a, a laden with a quad in the back, which isn't much. It's about 500 pounds. Yeah. That's going to say that's like nothing for a modern truck, and, but, but it, it, and it didn't feel like anything either. Um, and then the, once you took it off road, the FX four, four by four was awesome. It had a much better crawl control system and, uh, than the Tacoma cause we tested one as yeah. well. Um, it had, it, it was just really competent off-road. I really liked it. The only thing that's, that worries me a little bit, and, and I get that, um, the thing that worries me a little bit, it's like this, there's almost too many features for if you want a basic truck where shit, there's nothing that could break. Like there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. You know, like I want right. probably not even alloy wheels, steelies on it. Uh, you the know? base Ranger has 16 inch steelies, but you want truck. Right. You know, which is motor, transmission, rear drive, nothing. You can immediately upgrade to like 17 inch uh, aluminum. Yeah. Um, but you get what I'm saying is yeah. part of the appeal of like that in the S10. You can park it in your garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Uh, part of the appeal of those was that like, they're so simple. Yeah. Like there was nothing to break. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. You know? um, uh, so I want to grab a quick question before we dive into car case ah. question, but uh, ski bomb 291 asked us and thank you by ski the way, bomb. super chat. Uh, what were your top car related videos of 2018 Hooniverse or not? I personally am going to pick one of my own videos just because I'm still pissed that I, I'm not pissed. I knew nobody was going to watch it because it's not something that shows up in search. Well, but my Baja video, I loved shooting it editing it and i was really happy with the finished product and then i can't remember farther back than that mentally because um i have a child and my brain cells are being destroyed constantly it's not just the child it's the fact that we're we're capping off our 30s and our brains are just going to mush yeah no 100 (laughs) percent. you're right you're right um it's not just the child because i can affirm that one yeah so they were i I remember watching a lot of other good videos carfection was churning out some good stuff this Um, year with henry catchpool yeah yeah his his latest uh henry's latest one with um the aston people on the new 12 was a great video yeah uh all of fensky's stuff is really really well done yeah um he does a great job at breaking stuff down um rob dom's been just I never fucking nailing them for the last against him. I just don't want it, it. it's uh he's doing these amazing rx7 builds right now i yeah. mean uh, shocking rob right. working on rotaries but he's doing multi a multi hundred thousand dollar rx7 that's all-wheel drive right now it's ridiculous and then bes- besides the ones we mentioned any um it's always um what the hell are they called uh bad obsession motorsports project binky yeah project binky's the best I, i'll you'll sit there through a 30 minute video and be like these guys are I, this is has to be a television show. half of my youtube consumption is watching machinists and the other half is watching people do electrical engineering that's that's really what i'm down to at this point i can just sit there and zone out and watch a machine shop video all day they are, um, he's the lead fabricator is just effing amazing with oh his like they just go so far above and beyond and it takes here's them- the thing is is that the lead guy they're really downplaying the other guy that's on there because they're both ridiculous. Yeah. The fabrication yeah. skills they have. 
Um, like how they make the battery mm, cable. I the, don't. The way they did the it was in the latest video. The way they did the um, how to drive the alternator mm -hmm. with like a flexi drive shaft mm -hmm. was fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, way, way overthought and very complicated, but necessary for the thing, but still incredible work. Right. Um, yeah. So the those other are, one I got to watch, I got to say, and it's not on one of related, but if you like this stuff, you probably like it. Anything from a channel called This Old Tony. Oh yeah. You saw, you told us. This Old Tony before. is, it's beautifully shot and he's very funny and he'll introduce you to a lot of machining stuff that like. You know, if you're a car guy, you'll probably find it interesting. Right. Okay. Um, Carcane had a great question though I wanted to follow up on because it was related to the Ranger. How long yeah. until Ford caves and brings the Ranger Raptor? It's there's no oh, way. They they yeah. Jalopnik posted an article saying it's not coming. Did you and just then, do a soft J with the Jalopnik? J I don't know. Jalopnik. Jalopnik. Um, Jalopnik posted an article a few months ago about how the Ranger Raptor isn't coming to the U.S. and and the way Ford responded to their question was the 2019. Ranger Raptor is yeah. not coming to the U.S. That truck is printing money for them. They're going to sell it here. They they can't build rap, full-size Raptors fast enough, and I drove one up here. I'm in one all week. Um, and the one I'm driving isn't even how I'd spec it because it's a super cab, not a super crew, and it's $68,000. The one I'd want is probably $72,000, and that is fucking crazy. So yeah. the Ranger Raptor is probably yeah, going to be but 55. For, but here's the thing. They'll sell it to you at a two hundred dollar payment for one hundred and fourteen month financing. I'm, I might be down. I the Rangers. I mean the Raptor is so fucking awesome. I do not need a Raptor. You will have at that point gone full Orange County. Uh, actually, click over to my Instagram. I have a picture of the Raptor I'm driving. Um, I was going to pull this up later, but yeah, that's that's the beautiful truck I'm driving right now. But I would prefer the full size cab. Um, I took it out today to shoot something for a different channel. Um, it's it's just such a it's just such a badass truck. It's a gigantic vehicle though it's, it's it's like when i had the fx4 they're just so egregiously large this feels so much bigger because that front track is so much wider. i know well i mean the fx4 that was uh at least they didn't give me the dually because i had the duramax one with the giant engine bulge and everything in the hood uh but yeah they're all ridiculously oversized at this yeah, point they are they're huge oh i just had the um actually we'll get to those which uh, by the way could not park it in my garage here no, not a chance. No. Um, uh, so moving on to the next bit of news. Yep. Um, our friends at Hoonigan finally, well, they already showed it a little bit on Amazon Prime, but uh, Jim 10 is out. And yep. I think it's amazing. Um, all the locations, the vehicles, the truck was incredible. Uh, all that stuff. I unfortunately, I have it queued up. I didn't get a chance to watch it yesterday. It's it's really impressive, and like a lot of people said, Jim kind of files was almost it was almost more entertaining to see what it takes to go into these, and it didn't seem like any manufactured drama. It seemed like Ken and Brian were actually like kind of Did over each other Swart a little bit. Shoot it again, or he only was there for they showed him there for Climb Kana at the beginning mm -hmm. as they're getting ready to talk about because um, he only shot Climb Kana, yeah. So he didn't do Jim Ten. Jim Ten was full Hoonigan, yeah. Um, and the locations were amazing. The cars were amazing. Huna, Huna truck sounds good, but Huna corn sounds better, but Huna truck is cooler. Because okay. the Huna truck has basically like a Ford GT motor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so uh car can't ask, would I buy a new Raptor or get a V8? I get the new the new one. That that the Turbo 6 has grown on me. I it, I like the noise a lot now. The V8 is better. The V8 noise is better, yeah. but the 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 Second gen What's Raptor's the, a better truck. What is the used V8 going for in the market now? I don't know because I always look at. Well, chime in and chat if you can tell us because I mean, 
is that you're saying you that one you have right now is about 70k 68 yeah so almost 69 <laughs> <laughs> um the you know where i look for v8 first gen raptors i look for mexican market raptors down in mexico because i really want so for those of you who don't know when they sell f-150s in mexico they're called lobos and i really want my truck to be called a lobo raptor yes but do, uh <laughs> did you have you seen what happened to jason's car when it where it went after it was totaled here who connor yeah no what his focus it's in the mexican market oh really and being sold as it's perfectly fine Oh, oh, so yeah, <laughs> I'd be very cautious about buying a Mexican Yikes. market vehicle. Uh, it still sounds like a fun adventure if I had more money. Um, now I wanted, so Jim 10, um, the truck was amazing. It has that EcoBoost motor. They did some crazy stuff. If you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. Uh, I, I, I sent Brian a text saying, you know, job well done, all that stuff. And I told him, I want to come over to the donut garage and kind of turn in my old Hoon truck plate and just put my head down and be like, I don't deserve this. Like <laughs> you got, it's all you guys. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll do that someday. It'd be kind of funny. Uh, now also in the news, mm-hmm. uh, interesting bit. If you're a fan of electric cars and motorsport, Jaguar held its inaugural I-Pace E-Trophy racing series. And this is a support series for Formula E. The Apache? The, uh, the Apache. Um, the first race of the season was in Saudi Arabia. And it was also interesting because there were three or four, uh, uh, female race drivers mm-hmm. in a country which only just allowed women to race as fucked up as that is and or you, drive sorry and the person that ran down the most journalist won <laughs> yeah um no they they i forget simon evans i think was the name of the winner but it's a 25 minute race and then there's a one lap sprint race as well and but it's there's no more like swapping batteries mm-hmm. like even with formula e i don't believe they're I think no formula they're e cranked the way, up the power yeah too. they're all the way through um, the cars look kind of cool here. We have a picture of it. We can pull it up. So they're, 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 um, I paces. I always want to say E pace, but they're I paces with, well, um, if you were in France, they would be, the you know, pace. race. I, I, I mean that it's, that looks ridiculous, but also kind of cool. I like that. The sample name is a dot driver. <laughs> can you see that on the window? Um, oh, <laughs> maybe it's Adam driver. Uh, and he's like doing some Han Solo sh- or sorry, Kylo Ren shit, but it looks ridiculous, but it's a cool way for an automaker to step in and support the series. You know, I got to give him props for that. Yeah. Um, and as more automakers back formula E, it's only going to get better and more interesting. Mm-hmm. The fact that they, the fact, the one thing I find most fascinating is that they can race technically anywhere. As long as the city surface is smooth, mm-hmm. they can do downtown New York. They can do, la they they can do it any city center and that's fascinating. well yeah i mean and that's I, and I, when formula e first came out that was one of the things that i brought up is like there's no longer a noise constraint the only thing you have to worry about are, is tire noise but that's it's, nothing yeah, in comparison. no it's um so i i'm i'm very curious to see where formula e goes I, I, absolutely I'd, I'd be interested to see if in like five years if the formula e cars can turn a faster lap than the formula one cars I, there will be a point there might be a point well i mean the torque curve i mean and you've got an infinitely tunable drivetrain uh, another good question that yeah. just popped in, uh, 71Z, do the shocks in the new 2019 Raptor feel different than the ones in the 17, 18 Raptors? I notice far less, um, brake dive. So it's just a more stable ride. It's super comfortable because they have the new Fox live valve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for 2019, they updated the suspension a little bit and it's when the first gen Raptor V8 came out, it was full on trophy truck where you like you were moving so much from the suspension it was fun but over time i could see that getting annoying and then that was smoothed out a bit with the second gen and now on 19 it's smoothed out even more however i will tell you i got the front end of the truck off the ground today and it is so comfortable like it's it's amazing what they can do with that truck 
it, that it's a street truck. It's a production truck. It's wild. Like you have your Ram Rebels, your ZR2s, the TRD Pros. No, there's only one Raptor and everything else is just, it's not even the same classic truck. I'm really surprised that at this point, either Dodge or GM hasn't went, yeah, we're going to do it. Well, Ram came out with the TRX, Rebel TRX concept, which was right. like 575 horsepower, badass, but um, Chevy should be able to do something insane with the spool valve, because the suspension in the ZR2 is awesome. Oh, yeah, it's it's crazy good. Sorry. Uh, for um, those of you watching the Maybe that was their strategy. Like, ah. It was like, well, we'll try this first, and like, see, because it was their own little niche that they had all to themselves for a while. Right. So, um, I don't know. Now, uh, last bit of news here. Lincoln is making a splash with this this is the continental it's called the 80 there it's called the coach door continental they don't there's no way a modern AKA automaker the continental we should have built from the beginning no automaker will call these suicide doors in the modern era so these are called coach doors they had to work with a special um coach building company i believe to so the wheelbase is stretched you have those rear suicide doors i'm gonna see if i can pull up some more photos here i mean that's pretty badass um yeah there you go there's a good shot of i'm it. just i mean it, that's the way it should have been. I'm lukewarm on the rest of the car, but yeah, it's so they're um they're um doing eighty of them, yeah. and they're only doing eighty of them because this is the eightieth anniversary of the nameplate, and it's going to cost a hundred thousand dollars. Of course it is, and you'll have to be insane to spend that much on a Continental. Yeah, that, I mean that's it's but it's this, oh, it's twenty thousand dollars more than the highest trimmed. Like if you did, I think it's a black edition. Blah blah blah. Like every option, there'll be like five people in the normal world to buy it, and then the rest of them would all be like Ford employees. This the, the it's kit. it seems like it should be a Neiman Marcus special. To be totally honest, like they missed the boat getting into the catalog this year. I bet um, they they're building eighty this year. These are going to be badged as eighty. 80th anniversary cars they're gonna build more next year they're just not saying how many of them and they won't get the 80th anniversary badge so if that really matters to you if that um then you should buy one this year but you just know you've just bought an 80 or a hundred thousand dollar lincoln continental albeit a pretty cool looking one because of the doors it is but a hundred thousand dollars buys you a lot in that segment it buys you a shit ton in that segment um now you know uh it, it it's really hard does. to justify on that lincoln <laughs> yeah it, it, it is hard to justify um but i mean you could do a panamera you could do an s class right you, you could do a seven series you could do a fucking lot um <laughs> yeah we're gonna jump over to some questions now um we're gonna start with patreon because patreon's better than everybody uh first question is from marshall cash who asks with your ranger reviews out today on jalopnik and truck central what would you recommend as the best small pickup daily driver slash slash suburban yard work vehicle my father is interested in the Ranger, hates the tacos ride, but never brings up the Colorado. And I'm wondering if that's a mistake. It's definitely a mistake. He should test drive them all. If he yeah. hates, I don't mind the talk, the Tacoma, I'm calling it the, ta the Tacoma's ride. It just has the worst fucking seating position of any new car on sale. And again, like we talked about earlier, if you are in anywhere that, that salts the roads, you do not want to use that thing in the winter because they are notorious for the frames rotting out. Um, the Colorado is good. The Ranger is yeah. great. I prefer Ford usually. Chris usually slants Chevy, I, though we though we're appreciative of both. Yeah, I mean I've got a Ford and a Chevy in also, the garage. I mean you're a Porsche guy now, so let's be real. I have that too. You have hats and jackets and oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've got the keychain and <laughs> right. I've got the special hat. It's the leather hat. He's got a little Porsche Merkin. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do. He, it's in the Shield logo. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. If if your dad doesn't like the Tacoma, that's fine. But now he has more choices. Go test, spend a day, test drive the Ranger, test drive the Colorado. Yeah. 
but get the V6 uh, if you're going to go Colorado. Or or the diesel. Or the diesel. Um, the diesel, that's the one thing, is if you want good fuel economy, that diesel will go a long way. Yeah. Um, that, and you can probably get some crazy deals on the Colorado right now, too. Like yeah, the Rangers, and especially I, end of year shit. Yeah, the Rangers new, and it's and I'm sure it's very nice. I'm, I'm sure I'll get a chance at it soon, but uh, I bet you the Colorado's been around a while. You could probably get a crazy deal. Yeah, on yeah, it. you probably can. You probably can. Uh, Brian Pocock asked, "The year is 1912, and your investments in railroads and patent medicine have paid off. Paid out the princely sum of twenty thousand dollars. Do you buy a Fritchley electric car, a double Model B steam powered car, or a Cadillac with an internal explosion engine and that newfangled electric starter?" I found a car I would buy, actually, because I looked up this question beforehand. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the original price was, but it's a 1911 Pope Hartford model, model W Portola, and I like that it was originally built in Boston. None of the above do a Bugatti. There is a Bugatti Type 18 that I did look at. Yep. And by the way, the car I mentioned is for sale right now on ClassicCars.com for $650,000. Uh, I'm going to also just go, you know, out of those three, though, I'm just going to say the doubles, just because... The old Doble Chevrolet Geo Buick jingle is stuck in my head from living in New England for 16 years. Uh, but also about this specific car, it was once owned by a well-known brass era brass era car collector named Dick King. And just, I mean, if your name that's is fantastic, Dick King. Who are you? I'm Dick King. Um, so that's, what is it? I'm Cockmaster. Yeah, that's just fantastic. I'm gonna jump over to Twitter real quick and see where we're at on questions on that side. Bugatti though, Bugatti, Bugatti Type 18, I believe, would be the correct Bugatti, yeah. which you can buy now from Persang. Yeah, there you go. Um, Sam Stein at Samuel underscore Steinuel. Which outlandish, which outlandish claims from tiny manufacturers are you buying, and which ones do you think are just bullshit artists clawing for headlines and retweets? I really, 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 really hope Rivian isn't just in this for a cash grab from foreign investment money and then goes, sorry, we can't make it and close up factory and goes away. Uh, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> Faraday? Well, yeah, I don't buy shit from Faraday. No, Faraday is, no. I, I have known people who've left good jobs to go chase PR money at Faraday. Um, and, and I'm not talking about one person specifically who might be listening to this podcast. I'm not singling you out i know a number of we people. know who you are and we're sorry for the situation at the moment um, yeah faraday is, is super high on the list um so we'll see well that and they had an i believe they had another catastrophe that's last week in terms of like finances being being shown off that's not shocking you know who's been yeah. quiet lately and and has been getting money and i see them testing cars right around the corner from my house karma oh okay they have money they have investment and they're not shouting, look at us, look at us. They're just quietly testing their new car. Is it a new chassis or is it just the Karma with... <laughs> the sedan is like the same body shape, but I think some of the underneath stuff has been reworked. They're working on a coupe just to be stylish, mm-hmm. but their real moneymaker will be a, like an SUV. Okay. I guess. Uh, well, I mean, if they're recycling that tub, I mean... Well, I'm sure knows? they're going to have to do something totally... Well, unless it's just a skateboard chassis. I don't remember. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, another Twitter question from Greg at Superset Greg. Chevy said they will decide within 10 years about making electric trucks or hybrid trucks. Just how dumb are they? Now, I'm curious what you mean by dumb. Are you? Do you think they're dumb for coming late to the party? Or do you think they're dumb for pursuing this? Because I think electric assistance for trucks is, is smart. Yes. Electric pickup trucks, you would not be able to keep them on the lots for fleet sales. Well, not even that. It's like just hybrid assistance like you can get in the mm-hmm. new ram with mm-hmm. its e-torque it think about think about towing 
you're at a stoplight and then the light turns green. That hybrid system, the eTorque specifically have, if you have the a Ram 1500 with the 5.7 liter, it gives you an instant extra shot of 130 pound feet of torque over the 410 pound feet I of torque. So be, you move that trailer so much more easily. I would be willing to bet GM probably already in their labs has a has a hybrid system hooked up to that new 2.7 turbo. Yeah. Because if you had that, that 2.7 turbo with the 350 pound feet of torque, yeah. plus another 100 to 200 pound feet of torque, like your the V8 is pointless at that point. Yeah. It, and it's 48 volt mild hybrid systems. And it's, yeah. it's, it's just, but I think if you had a full electric pickup truck, you would not be able to keep them on the lot in terms of fleet sales for fleet sales. Absolutely. Because, yeah. You know, like if you're running around military bases or, or just, just, Think Any, of anything. like you're a little plumbing company or an electrician company, yeah. right? And your guys just cruise around town all day where they drive like 30, 40 miles a day. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you go with the thing that takes no fuel yeah. and basically no maintenance? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I totally agree. Um, so if anything, we'd say Chevy 10 years out seems too long, but who knows? Uh, yeah, these numbers are just thrown out there. They could announce it in two years. Right. You know, uh, Facebook time. Phil D'Almeida with winter in full swing here in the Northeast, we're all switching our fridges over to winter beers. So what's your dark, heavy, and most likely high ABV winter beer of choice? Mine is Fegley's Rude Elf Reserve, a 10.5% Belgian strong ale from my hometown of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, that's like a, uh, a hooch. Never mind. I was thinking of a different song. Um, I am open to anything. at the. Uh, so I used to be on the train of knowing exactly what beers are coming out and all that stuff. And my head is just so far in different direction now where i'm like oh that's neat i'll try that so i don't have a go-to right now whatever anybody hands me i'm great i'm hoping to dive into some really big uh imperial russian stouts at some point on some cold winter nights and i'll actually be heading back east on sunday so i'm sure i'll find some yeah i mean if you're going to find people to drink it all night long (laughs) drink away the cold the new england is the place to go uh, Grace Rosthorn, Ro- Rosthorn, sorry. Do you think the Chevy SS might have sold better if use? I like that. If use got the LSA and LS9 versions we got in Australia, uh, which engine do we have again? Uh, you got the LS3. Okay. Uh, I mean, an LSA and an LS9 Chevy SS, they got LSAs and LS9s in those? Yeah. And it's special editions. Yeah. Yeah. That's badass. But they were also very expensive. I'm sure. Well, anything in Australia is expensive. Yeah. But I mean, even like, like, and you're fighting um, CTSV at that point. Yeah, which honestly, like, as great as the SS is, the CTSV is a much better car. And the LS3 is perfect for the SS. The LS3 yes. is perfect. Um, yeah, they wouldn't have done it here in the States just because we already had the CTSV, and it's just, as much as I love the SS, the CTS is better. Right. Uh, Matt Oshana, thoughts on the 1988 Dodge Monaco? And they posted a picture. Uh, it almost reminds me of an Audi, what is that, a 100 or something like that? It looks just like, in this specific It looks like photo. every car from that era. Right. I, I mean, it, it actually kind of, if you, if you really dive into it, it really doesn't look that bad from the era, though. Like, it has some no, good lines. No, it doesn't. You know, the funny thing is, is it doesn't look drastically different. It, like, just at a larger scale than the Nissan Sentra that my dad used to drive during that time. Yeah. Uh, just i noticed a question on um youtube so i want to jump over here because it's a chris question jonathan brown asked chris why do you think gm raised prices on the c7 as sales are plummeting and what do you think of the upcoming c8 when do you think it will be officially released uh i'd be willing to bet that the the price uh increase is due entirely to stupid tariff wars that we're having right now oh it could be that yeah um that's almost certainly part of it um c8 will probably see 
I mean, we'll unofficially see it like get uncovered on a track or spy shots or something in probably three months. Uh, but it'll probably be unveiled in like I'd say June, July ish. That'd be my guess. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Tommy Loretto asked, "Do you think dealers are going to have a big markup on the Ranger once it hits the markup?" I don't think so maybe the ranger raptor but that's real dumb of them but i don't a regular ranger no well let's, so. let's not put aside the stupid thing that four dealers have done in the past of like hey let's let's raise the price 30 yeah but right it's now. usually for like sts rs's like a regular ranger there's going to be thousands of them so that if you don't like there's going to be a dealership yeah. not far from you there's gonna be like yeah they suck come to us um, yeah people will do it it just they won't sell them tommy loretto again um what suburb outside of Boston did you guys grow up in? I recently had an extended business trip to Bill Ricca, Woburn, and Medford, and was curious if you guys were from that area. Uh, that's that's a very specific not local knowledge there, my friend. Uh, so I grew up, uh, well, we bounced around a bit, but I'd say the Manchester would be probably the one where I spent the most time. That's New Hampshire, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Um, it's about like an, an hour. hour. Not even. Yeah, with, with traffic. It's an hour. With traffic. It's like 20 four miles or 25 miles something like that okay. yeah um so it's an hour it's like an hour from boston like downtown yes if you were like at the airport right. and trying to get so out. that's why i'm thinking because my town is next to the airport <laughs> yes um so i'm i'm from winthrop and then i actually worked at the saturn dealership in medford if it well it's obviously not still there of course it's not i was gonna yeah. say if it's still there of course it's not still there yeah. um I wonder what, I'm sure it's a car dealership still, but uh, yeah, Winthrop, Mass is where yeah, I grew up. Yeah, basically where I lived is where everybody used to come up from Massachusetts to buy their liquor. <laughs> yes, and my mom lives in Manchester now, so I will be back. She literally there. lives down the street from my best friend growing up, uh, Jason, who I'm sure is probably watching or listening to this right now. Uh, and yeah, less than two miles from my house, so growing up. Yeah. So. Um, well, there you go. Uh, Derek Kuhn, any thoughts towards Jim 10 and Jim Files? I already covered it. Uh, earlier yeah. in the podcast, Jim 10 was great. I will reiterate that Jim files were awesome. If you have Amazon Prime, highly recommend going to yep. watch it. Niles Rogers, what is the most satired made fun of car group, i.e., Mustangs, Wranglers, Vets, Prius? Um, I would say it's it it all rotates a lot and it depends who you're talking to. Cause like if you talk to people who like to go to cars and coffee, everybody makes fun of the Mustangs for being crowdy. The Mustangs and the Vets are pretty evenly tied, but everybody for very different vets. reasons. Vets, like you think of the Hawaiian shirts, even though C7 has tr changed that a little bit. Um, it, bro dozers, everybody rips on big trucks. Yeah. Everybody kind of rips on Stance Nation. Um, I just kind of laugh at them quietly. <laughs> I laugh at everybody because everybody who's too serious about any one segment needs to fucking chill out. Yeah. I just find it hilarious. Like the... I still find the vet like preconceptions very, very amusing because it's just like now because all the old guys bitch about those cars now because they're like, they're not comfortable. They're right. blah, blah, blah. They're right. not round taillights. Um, Kevy Bice, favorite car you'd love to drive, but don't want to look at and favorite car you'd love to look at, but don't want to drive. I like ugly cars. So, I mean, I would love to see a fully overlanded Aztec, a Pontiac Aztec mm -hmm. with like, method race wheels fucking ko2s a little bit of a lift it there's a factory available tent that you could fit to the back of those yeah um that doesn't go on top fit it goes in the being bed. a generous word they no, didn't no, I can, no i know i know but have you ever seen one in person no the panel gaps are wider than a 1972 buick yeah oh, well. it's like here's the tent and here's the body panel 
There's like this much air in between. Yeah, well, you know, still good, cool. It was so ahead of its um, time. That was thing was ahead of its time. The one that I hate to look at but would love to drive. What was it? The Rogue GTR. The, uh, which one? The Nissan Rogue GTR. I think it was. Ro- oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't hate the way that or the or, Juke. Y- oh, the Juke GTR. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is that's horrible to look at, but it's supposedly amazing. The Rally Fighter. I think though, see again, I think that looks cool. Um, so it's, but it had a BMW power originally. Um, but well, it yeah. did, but then they put an LS in it because like, I don't want it to break all the time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Allergy season. Um, so, uh, and Jonathan Brown asked, how's that LS powered Mercedes wagon doing? They're going to start on it any day now, any day now they've been busy. So it's going to be a Christmas miracle. We have the engine lined up. It's coming. I fucking swear to God, I will be driving it by this spring. I promise you. Um, Hugh Jeff's sitting in their shop with a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we're moving over to what we've been driving lately. Uh, do you have anything you've been driving lately? No, I mean... You got I've your Macan back from the shop. I did. I got the Macan back from the shop after it was hit. So I've been driving Fuckers. that. Fuckers. Fuckers. Uh, yeah, hit and run. Fuckers. You need that dash cam. Uh, I've, I've legitimately been thinking about, like, getting some sort of camera system set up for front and rear monitoring. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I cooled off on the, on the press cards just because I've been too busy. Busy. That, and I got really sick, so I just didn't have time. Okay. So. Um, I just had the Silverado and the Sierra. I know I'm getting old because I could barely park the fucking things. Um, like I had to correct my spot multiple times, but I cannot see where like the body line it just drops off into oblivion you don't know where the fucking tires are well it has cameras but not only that but they fill the entire spot so big um like i remember i mean driving f-150s and silverados 15 20 years ago like there was room to fuck up because they didn't fill the entire parking spot it's it was so hard to i that gmc sierra which was a nice truck, Silverado too. It's just, I felt like an idiot. Like I cannot park these things. I can't get it in once cleanly. And you feel like less of a, like of an enthusiast, like a, cause I grew up priding myself on my ability to park. They're so goddamn big. It's, it's crazy. Well, that, and you're nervous that you're going to hit somebody else or like, you're going to fuck up the press. Truck. No, it's not. It's not even that. I could be yeah. in a strip mall parked three rows away from somebody. And I'm like, I got we, my wife and I, and our kid, we took her to see the new Grinch movie, which by the way, was really good actually. Um, and we, I'm parking and I park a few spots away from everybody else. I pull, I pull in, I get out of the truck. I'm like, that is, who did this? What, what blind idiot just parked this truck like this? And I get out, I'm like, you know what? You guys go ahead. I need to, I need to fix this. I, so I had to like adjust the parking spot. Um, it was embarrassing how across the lines I was. So it's, it's insane how it, shitty they are to park. You know what was very nice though is when I had the CTSV Sport, the overhead view for parking. Yeah. That really is w- once you've got that in the car, you're like, oh, this is very nice. The thing with the Raptor though is I'll just put the tires on the curb and don't give a fuck. Uh I love I cannot stress how much I love the Raptor. I love uh, it so much. I, that was I, actually next on my I list, have been but... guilty of putting the uh the Macan in off-road suspension mode. Yeah. So it lifts way up. So then I can just hit the curb bumper. There you go. No. All right. I like that. Um, tomorrow, I was supposed to get a DBS this week, and apparently someone forgot to put it on their calendar. So that's sad. I was <laughs> going to drive it here tonight and everything. So um, it said you have a Raptor. 
Well, yeah, it was going to be a little bit of an overlap. And then yeah. tomorrow, either tomorrow or Thursday, I get the Ram, the new Ram, which I haven't driven yet. Uh, no, that's not entirely true. Today, I shot a video of the Ram Rebel for Auto by Tell, but I haven't spent like a full. So this has just been a full like five, six weeks truck of trucks, 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 trucks. It's, it's a truck gasm. Um, it's, it's truck, truck gasaurus. I don't, I am out. I'm out of them. Um, I don't have any more left. Uh, You're stumbling worse than Dan Harmon right now. <laughs> and I am not drinking at all. No. That's probably why. Um, so that's it. We'll, we'll get you good and liquored up and then send you on your way back to Orange County. So the Rebel was good today. The I'm looking forward to the regular Ram. But then when I fly back to Boston on Sunday, I'm getting into the G70. And I'm super pumped on that. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Especially did they give you the all-wheel drive? 3.3 turbo. I'd assume it's all-wheel drive because yeah. it's Boston. But we'll see. Yeah. They usually throw the all-wheel drive press cars to New England yeah. in the winter, so um, I, I really want to drive that thing. Um, it was just it, it was in the running when I was looking for cars, but like it, the the release date was always unclear. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm very curious about that one. And then when I get back from Boston, I get my hands finally on the Stelvio QF, which we had to reschedule, and the Red Eye Challenger, which will be rad as fuck or yes. rad AF, as the kids say. Uh, yeah, the Stelvio, good luck. Um, <laughs> it broke preemptively before. It so. did. It, it did. Thank uh, God it did. We would have been fucked. They, I don't know how Alpha is going to survive more than another year or two. Yeah. I mean, I see Julia's, though. I do see them. I do see them on occasion. And then I'm like, wow, how long since you last broke down? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that gonna, is going to be really interesting is, um, even though the car's already on sale, Audi is doing the launch of the Q8, the North American launch of the Q8 in January. Mm -hmm. So we're flying into Salt Lake City, we're driving through Moab, and we're finishing in Telluride. That's aggressive for the Q8. I mean, I'm sure we're not going over like the fucking giant arches. Uh, uh, you know what? That thing will do it. That thing will do it, no problem. Yeah, but, it, but there's some sections where it's like, Wrangler, even Wrangler guys are like, oh, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta talk to my other friends and see if my, my G I need a spotter. I need a spotter. <laughs> eh, something tells me it'll be okay. And oh, somebody it, has a Stelvio. Somebody has a Stelvio TI Sport and they love it. And it's been perfect for six months. Congratulations. Okay. There you go, you, Mr. You, sir, Brown. have won the lottery. My I, mind Stelvio you, never breaks. Con I mean, congratulations. I, and here's the thing is, I, I say that with a, with a great deal of like sadness because I like Alphas otherwise. They're gorgeous. Quite a bit. The interiors are lovely, and we're not just changing our tune no, no, here no. because you said that. I like, would love no, to they're... have. I would love to have a Quadrifoglio. They're just so goddamn unreliable. I had issues with my press car, but I forced the issues because Jonathan Klein told me to do this, and it, it'll throw an error code. And I tried it, and it did. <laughs> and that was Literally... my only issue. Every single person I know that had that as a press car, it broke off. Yeah, the Q. I was supposed and to. And I'm the not QF talking and, like yeah. two or three people. I'm talking eight or ten. <laughs> Everyone, I know. Uh, he wrote, "It's bright red. It kicks ass, and I love it." I mean, congratulations. Hey, it's under warranty too, so <laughs> good for you. Um, so the Audi Q8 trip, I'm looking forward to that, uh, mostly because I've never been to Telluride, um, but also because the Q8 yeah. looks awesome. Uh, not just because I'm a, I'm a journalist, Homer who's in it for the trips. I'm not, I, I barely flew this year. I'm losing all my airlines. Audi status. makes a, Audi makes a really nice big SUV. They always have. They do. And this is like a more shapely one. Actually, I just convinced one of my good friends to buy a Q7. Okay. They're replacing an MDX with a Q7. 
that's a nice upgrade. So there you go. That's uh, that's the good stuff. What's going on in your life, car wise? What's going on? Like anything, anything new? Uh, nothing, nothing particularly interesting at in the moment. I'm just kind of starting to collect parts for the for the vet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting the I'm getting my Z06 wheels that I bought powder coated. Uh, I'm gonna do them in a bronze, so I will have bronze wheels on a black car now. Okay, um, I like it. And then um, you know, trying to get some brakes and stuff all sorted out and. That kind of fun stuff. Sure. Uh, right now, it's running like shit because I got to replace the O2 sensors in it because they're over a decade old. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, so. On the Benz front, the the sedan Benz front, I'm trying to not put more money at it. I think we've talked about this because yeah. it's for it's going to be for sale soon. It's not officially listed. The person who was going who was first on the list found another car in the meantime, and I don't fault them at all. I, I wasn't holding them to anything. And they found a, they always really wanted a W123 anyway, and they found a super clean one and I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, and then on my sedan, like I said, I I'm trying not to throw money at it. It's driving fine right now. I said, uh, someone wants, Jonathan wants to know if you supercharged your Corvette. No, I didn't. I, I sold the supercharger for that actually uh heads and cam or what's going on it because i wanted to keep it normally aspirated because nothing's normally aspirated anymore correct um so the blue bends if if anybody out there is interested or know someone interested send me an email jeff at hooniverse i will tell you every single thing wrong with it and every single thing right with it and i did that to someone else who was interested and then i didn't hear back the car is a great driver though it really is a great driver um especially that i've sorted a lot of stuff did i I wonder, have we been on since I fixed the We talked about light? the Rayostat. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, fixed. That felt so good. Such a ghetto fix, but it fixed. Fucking <laughs> fixed. Um, <laughs> the Wombat, the shop it's at, the guy had the guy, so the shop owner had the building owner come to him and, like, and say, hey, I sold the building. Your lease is up soon. We're not renewing it. He owns all the lifts inside there. Mm-hmm. There's just down the road, there's a, it used to be an Allen Tire company store and they've been vacant for months and he already passed the stuff to get that as his new store so yeah. there's more bay doors now it's bigger so it was a blessing in disguise um and it, he um it'll be a new shop cl- even closer to my house i can see it from this end dead end street outside my condo i can see the shop basically okay oh i think i know which one you're talking yeah yeah so it's going to be really cool yeah. um someone says they just got here but i'm curious if chris works in tech Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I own a couple of tech companies. Yeah. Um, so the 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 shop where the Wombat is is moving, and that's delaying things a bit. But he thinks my timeline to drive the car by March is good. So yeah, you're not breaking any new ground with that swap. No. So um, which is sounds like an insult, but it's actually a really good thing. No. So I'm I'm yeah, we'll we'll get moving on that soon. And um, I'm trying to think of any of the other cool cars I have lined up. Nothing that jumps out. I really want to get my hands on that DBS because I thought it was on my schedule and it's not. Um, I really want to drive the McLaren 600 LT. And then someone else mentioned they yeah. want to see us drive more classic cars. My friend has three of them in his driveway that I, I have full access to go drive. And I just haven't had time to shoot them. But we're going to. And it's a Chevelle. It's um, a Nova and an El Camino. And then... Uh, so you've got the G-bodies covered. Seriously. And then... Um, I don't know if you guys know Ron Baugh at all, who owns, he's at triple seven style on Instagram. He works for Forgiato. He loves muscle cars and stuff too. So he works on like some big flashy cars, but he also, he drives a Hellcat 
and a Fox body Mustang. And both of those cars have been featured on Hoonigan's YouTube channel before. We're going to drive his Mustang at some point. Um, so yeah, I, I want to drive older shit too. We just did the, I haven't been on since I drove the, or maybe it was the last time I was on. I don't remember the, um, 1949 power wagon. Does that sound familiar? To uh, you? no, we didn't talk about that. Okay. Um, I drove a 1949 Dodge power wagon built by legacy classic trucks. So I saw, I saw the pictures. Okay. $318,000. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It's, but if you think about the labor hours alone, there's two to three hours, two to 3000 hours of labor into this truck. Yeah. Um, the owner who owns it uses it in Colorado to like tow snowmobiles, which is fucking rad. Like he actually drives it like a truck. And it was fantastic with that that 5.9 liter Cummins turbo diesel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically away. like an icon style restoration. So I asked him like, how? I asked him off camera like, are you and Jonathan competing? He's like, he's like, our customers are so different. He's like, Jonathan and I are frenemies. He's like, I'm having dinner with him while I'm out here later tonight. His stuff, he's like, see these door handles? Those are like normal door handles that I cleaned up. If they were Jonathan's, they would have been pulled off some like Howard Hughes aircraft and machine from this and that. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't need that. My shit just needs to work, but but never fail. Whereas Jonathan's does that, but then is also art. Um, yes. Uh, John's stuff is like, it's stuff you can drive, but it's also a piece to be appreciated. Yeah. Not like beat on regularly although you can yeah and i think some of his owners do yeah um but this is um the the legacy truck though like the it sounds like the people who buy those put them to work which is fucking awesome right well i mean at the same time they're you know like that's a dodge truck like the parts are available so if you do break something like you can get parts yeah yeah Um, it's not all custom so that's some of the cool shit we have coming up um but you know oh 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 the new site design that was on my list that i totally fucking yes. skipped it if you're looking at the site now it's probably broken at the moment so i'm gonna tell you why the site is broken at the moment i'm gonna check on my phone to see if that's the case we are transferring we finally transferred yeah. over to our new site design oh it might oh no the old site loaded yeah um, the old Hooniverse. there was a redirect loaded. loop going on earlier when i went to go and look at it so if you go to hooniverse.com right now it's the old it's the old site but the the new design is live. We're just currently propagating including this logo. This logo, it's a, just a slicker looking site that's going to allow us to do cooler layout stuff. The content mm-hmm. is not changing. The, the the quality of the content or lack of quality of the content is not changing, but there's a dedicated videos page now. There's a dedicated podcast page yep. now, which I have to figure out how to RSS that correctly so it we can easily figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I, I just gotta figure out how to plug the RSS feed into that page, I think. I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. I might even give you some back end access to the site to Yeah, we'll um we'll sort that. Give you my back end access. I gotta write that down. That's the title of this episode. Back end access. access. Um so I'm, I'm gonna forget that. Somebody that remind was, me on Twitter that this yeah. episode should be called back end access. The password um, is open sesame. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make a brown eye joke, but I'm not gonna do that. This is not Mr. Wonderful's podcast. Not Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Regular. Um, I watch too much Shark Tank. So the new design is up. I can already see some old readers of the website hate it, which just when change happens, people hate that. Um, we didn't have the new commenting system in place yet because we're gonna retain what's on the old site, which is discuss and people like stuff they're used to. So right off the bat, people are like, I fucking hate this, which sucks to hear. 
because the whole time we've been leading up to this, all of us internally are so stoked on it. However, other people outside of it who maybe be new are new to Hooniverse looked at it like, oh, this looks great. I just saw the news on it. It looks fantastic. Yes. So I just have to put my head down and charge forward because we're not going I, backward. Coming from somebody that's had to do many, many updates on many things over the years, don't ever second guess yourself right. because of a few people complaining. Oh, I'm professional at second guessing myself. So, but I, but I'm super pumped to show you the new design. You, you could, you could have seen it earlier in the week. You can't see it right now because uh, we're in the middle of switching from hosting companies. So domains are propagating. So if you literally go there right now, it's, it's the old site. Um, even though it was redirecting to, if you go to hooniverse.store, you might be able to see the new site. Thank you, Eric. Uh, he just chimed in on the, I'm going to see if the, I just want to see if the old site is up at the old URL. Cause that one might actually be down too. Um, uh, no, they're both pointing to the old site right now for some reason. Yeah. Which redirects. Is, yeah. Three or yeah, four. So it's all redirects and bullshit. But when you get to the new site, when it's up we're, this week, we're running something called our Hooniverse car of the year, our HCOTY. We do this every December. All of the editors nominate and Eric, make sure you get yours in. I think I included you in the last email. It's that's someone who's watching the podcast. Um, we nominate cool shit from out the year. So our car of the year is normally a new car never wins. It's something cool. We found it could be a motorcycle. It could be, it's like, um, the guys from roadkill won it one year, some crazy motorcycle, some drift truck, all kinds of shit has happened. Um, so Stay tuned to see what we nominate for our car of the year. And then we open the polls and then you vote on it. Um, and that, that, uh, voting post usually happens, um, right after Christmas and runs through the new year. I think we close the poll on the second and, uh, then we t give someone, you know, you're the Hooniverse car of the year. We crown it in 2019 for 2018. So stay tuned for that. That was a fucking mouthful. I should have done that earlier in the show. Um, and that's about it, actually, for this uh, this week's yeah, episode. I think, uh, yeah, that's it for this year. Do we need to do anything for our friend Ben? Um, or not yet? Uh, we will address after this. Okay, cool. Uh, that's that's business that doesn't need to be brought up, but I was just making sure we weren't missing anything. So yeah. uh, whatever. We will see and talk to you, and you will hear us all again in the new year, because the next few episodes will be SEMA ones, and we have some great ones with Alana and Musto and other people. Yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up, and yeah. and Seaman uh, episodes. Yes. Uh, well, let's just give benefits right now. Aquaman tie-in. Uh, yes. <laughs> Go to unnamedautomotivepodcast.com. There you go. Go to unnamedautomotivepodcast.com. Yes, we've, we've got some ads. It's a friend of ours is doing a show. We're doing some ads for them. It's just, we got to iron a little stuff out. That's unnamed all. podcast, unnamed automotive podcast.com. Yep. Is that it? Okay. Okay. That was, that one's, those ones are free. They are. We'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, I got I'm the one who has to shut it off because I'm there. Bye. Bye.